You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Christian McCaffrey, Brian. One, because this guy looks freaking good in the uniform. He looks like he was born to do this on this team. And since he's come before he was traded for, they were averaging 20.7 points per game in a negative .04 EPA. Since 28.7 points per game, 7.5 EPA. He has been there all everything. He finally broke out running the ball. 14 carries, 119 yards. He added two catches for 34 yards, two total TDs. The guy is making things go. He is a phenomenal player. We all we knew he was really good, but how much do you really watch the Panthers, you know, for fantasy and things like that? He's one of those people watching him play day to day or week to week, I should say. You're like, yeah. The joy. Yeah. Yeah. It's this is awesome. Like this yeah. is this is a special player who's making things go around him. And it's just, it's really cool to see. And it's it's really cool to think what they can do with him. He has 11 games now with the Russian reception TV TD. Only Jim Brown. Um, I'm sorry. He's tied with Jim Brown in, yeah. for fourth all time. And Marshall Falk leads with 15 all time. Um, yeah, I think he's going to I think he's going to break that record playing with San Francisco. Look that way. He may break I think it. It's almost <laughs> easy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah. he's like, he's just what Kyle's been chasing. Kyle's been chasing a guy like that. He's been, he tried to do that with Jarek McKinnon mm-hmm. and, and now he's got him. And it looks like it was a phenomenal trade. And especially with Debo down for the next few weeks here, at least now he can be, he, he's still going to have matchup problems because McCaffrey's out there. And the mm-hmm. only thing I want to say in this kind of McCaffrey's, I don't know if it's his first one, but the long run he had on the first drive, uh, Debo's touchdown was the next one. If you watch mm-hmm. that play, the blocks that Kittle and Juszczyk throw on that were, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. And other teams just don't have guys like that right. that can do things like that. And that right. was the first thing that stuck out to me is like, use check, Kittle pulls and use check comes and makes this block. And you're like, whoa, that's your tight end and your fullback just basically helping to break that play open. And they just have so many guys that can do so many little things. The receivers block well. This team, when it's hitting on all cylinders and with a player like McCaffrey, can be really hard to stop. And we're starting to see that now. And it's really exciting. Yeah, I, I've been thinking a lot about Christian McCaffrey today, specifically, um, just because, uh, again, you think, about, you think about where this team was, right, prior to this trade. 
And um, I'm hoping I'm hoping I make it on uh, Robert. So I, I mentioned Robert Mays earlier. He hosts the athletic or the athletics NFL show. Right. Um, and when they do a mailbag, they do email questions or you can call in to a, uh, a voicemail and ask your question. And so I asked this question to him specifically. So I'm hoping I make it on the pod. We'll see. But has there been. Because to me, the answer is no, and but I'm not also a football historian. But has there been a, a more impactful trade, midseason trade in NFL history than this trade that the 49ers made to bring Christian McCaffrey in? Because here's the thing. Christian McCaffrey, since coming to San Francisco, the team is 6-1, and one, right? That, that lone loss being that Chiefs loss, he had been there for two days, right? right. It is what it is. Since that Chiefs loss, they've won six in a row. They're undefeated. I don't know if it's Christian McCaffrey or if it's the Niner Red Jordan ones that I started wearing <laughs> right after there. I, probably a combination of both, but I digress. Here's the thing. Christian McCaffrey, uh, on offense, right? So San Francisco's offensive DVOA prior to the McCaffrey trade, they were 21st in the NFL at minus 3.7% which means that they were worse than an average NFL offense, right? With DVOA, 0% is average. A positive DVOA means you're better than average. A negative DVA means you're worse than average, except when it comes to defense, you want to be negative on defense. That means that you're affecting the game. They were 21st at minus 3.7%. Post-trade, so from weeks seven till now, and, and this is, I imagine is going to go up because they don't have their numbers out yet because we still have Monday night. Uh, so I believe that they will, they will go up, but before that adjustment, since the Christian McCaffrey trade, the 49ers defense or uh, offensive DBO is fourth at plus 22%. So that is a 25% swing from pre McCaffrey to post McCaffrey specifically within that time frame. They are second in past DVOA at plus 51.1%, which is behind only the Chiefs, who are at 52%. He has quite literally transformed the entire San Francisco 49ers offense. Without Christian McCaffrey, we are not having any of these conversations. And that's what he's done to this offense. And it's just incredible to think about. And it's incredible to think specifically the, the, the parallel between Bill Walsh saying my offense finally clicked when I got Roger Craig. And now Kyle Shanahan saying my offense finally clicked when I got Christian McCaffrey. And what do those two have in common? They are far and away the best receiving running backs in the NFL bar none. Christian McCaffrey is a better receiver than some of the wide receivers in the NFL. That's how good he is. Yep. That's how good he is. His route running is better than 60% of the wide receivers in the NFL. It's bonkers. And so, and, and I think it all comes back to that, that multiplicity within 21 personnel, the ability to attack base defenses with your 21 personnel, which is typically a running personnel. It's been awesome. I, 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 I cannot, I cannot express enough how much, how fun this offense is with Christian McCaffrey in it.
Yeah, and he's just been such a safety valve as well in the passing game. In addition to big plays, he's been targeted 43 times. He's got 35 catches. He's got 124 total touch, touches since joining the 49ers, 742 yards from scrimmage and 60 Ds. He's just going to be absolutely beast. Beast. So I love when, when we go through this, Brian, and we talk after a show and like after a game and mm-hmm. we talk about the offense and the quarterback for so long. And this legendary defense is just an afterthought. It just yeah. continues to be an afterthought. This defense that has given up now, I mean, just they've given up 19 points or less in 11 of 13 games. 11 of 13, 19 or less. 6 of 13, 11 or less. And on the season, the team itself has given up 15.1 points per game. That's it. That's it. And you look at, again, it's in a game where I thought Bosa should have had a sack on that play where Brady looked like his knee was down when he threw it away. But yeah, they don't have any sacks. But so, you know, Bosa doesn't jump off the stat sheet. But you look, well, who else contributed? Dre, Green, Dre Greenlaw was unbelievable in this game. Oh, my God. Just so good. In interception. interception. He's, he's quickly becoming. And a Tom Brady autograph. And, and a Tom Brady autograph. And good for <laughs> good on Brady because. For sure. For those who don't know, Greenlaw. Good sport, yeah. And actually, Fred Warner was there too. They went up to him after the game and was like, "Hey, it was an honor." And Greenlaw asked him to sign the ball that he intercepted. And Brady it, could have been like, "Get the hell out of my yeah, face. get the hell out of yeah." yeah. What, are, what are you was, talking about? He was, he was polite to him. He also and he signed it. Brady also signed Juwan Jennings' jersey. I saw that. He saw. Oh, him, did he really? Yeah. So that's you know, yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, he doesn't have to do that stuff, especially no, with how competitive yeah. Brady is. I'm sure he was pissed, but even Brady said they got their ass whooped. Yeah. And you don't see Tom Brady look that bad. Even in even in the season like this where they haven't been playing well, again, yeah. he just they couldn't do anything. You know, you have the touchdown that get that got called back. Things happen during the course of a game, but for the most part, again, this defense just just absolutely stifled them. There was nothing happening. They had another then, half of football shutout. It was the first half instead of the second half, but they still shut a team out in in a half of football again. Yeah, again. And, and, and that's just where where I just unbelievable really excited about the rest of the season because the defense is so good. Now, am I a little bit nervous because there's some injuries on the interior? Um, Ridgeway is out. Kevin Givens is now going to be out. For out weeks. Yeah. Um, there's some injuries in the second there, so there are some things to be worried about. You got to hope they can get Kinlaw back for the playoffs. You got to hope Givens Sh- can get back for the playoffs. So Shanahan okay. said Shanahan said today that they expect Javon Kinlaw to start practicing after the Seattle game. So next week so that's good news but you're right there's injuries and and then dante johnson uh the barnacle was elevated for this game was playing special teams towards acl which is a bummer and ambry thomas is dealing with i believe an ankle issue and Mm -hmm. samuel womack has already been ruled out on thursday with a concussion yeah so i say all that to say how good does that janoris jenkins practice squad signing look now that we have all these injuries right now, all of a yeah. sudden, instead of Joe blow off the street, you've got a legitimate veteran presence that you can elevate from the practice squad with, you know, Womack being out with Johnson being out and mm-hmm. with, uh, with Thomas being hobbled. And as far as the interior goes, that is the one to me, that's the one that I'm most concerned about, uh, because they've already elevated T Y McGill. Um, and, and there really isn't anybody else. There isn't anybody else in the practice squad for them to bring up. They really, really, really need Javon Kinlaw to be able to play. And so hopefully he will. Um, but if, if they could get Kinlaw to play and they still have T Y McGill, and then you've got, so you've got Armstead and Kinlaw and T Y McGill, and then you've got Kerry Hyder who rotates in sounds Mm -hmm. like his injury 
took him out of the game, but if it was a, you know, if it, if it was a playoff game, he would have been able to come back in. So I think he'll be okay. You know, so you've got Hyder who rotates through, you've got a who, who jumps in Drake Jackson, who jumps in. Right. So the way that they rotate, I think they're going to be okay, but that, that interior depth is, is pretty much gone now. Yeah. And th- that can be a little bit scary. Cause if there's one thing that can derail this team, it's, it's injuries. Yeah. That, that's really all I can see that can hurt them. The one thing that I thought a couple, again, talking about this defense, some stats that I found interesting um, in the nine wins that the 49ers have, their average margin of victory is 18 points. So in the nine wins that they've had this season, they've beaten their opponent by three scores or more. And during their, during this six game win streak, right. Which started uh, after that chiefs game, they've given up 67 points, uh, which is a 10.7 point average. So they're giving up on average 10.7 points a game. And during the six game win streak, the offense has been scoring 28.7 points. So they've, they've been beating their, they've been beating these teams by, by two scores. They've, and it, and again, it, it just comes down to, there hasn't been an offense yet this season outside of the chiefs, which seems like it was a wake up call or an aberration more than anything that has really been able to do anything against this defense. And it's, it's just fun to watch. It's fun to watch good defensive football dismantle good offenses like the Dolphins. We broke Tua. Did you see Tua on <laughs> on Sunday night? Yep. D'Amico Ryan set showed people what to do. Showed yeah. People what to do. Press those receivers. Mm-hmm. Take away the middle of the field. And Tua has not answered the bell, at least in the past couple of weeks. And, now we'll and see. neither has McDaniel. So hopefully we right. can see him make some adjustments. That's what I was going to say. We'll see if they can make adjustments because that because we've been praising McDaniel. Well, now people are mm-hmm. onto what you're doing. So can you make an adjustment? Yeah. Brian, you mentioned before, I know we're coming up against it, but you mentioned so those two weeks the defense was well, just not the defense. Week six against Atlanta when they were banged up. Mm-hmm. They technically gave up 21, but the team gave up 28 with fumble return. And then against the Chiefs, right. where there's 44. So that's, what is that, 64, 72 points in those two weeks. You take that out, this team has only given up 125 points. In 13 games, or in, well, 11 in 10 games. games, or 11 games, yeah. 11 games. So you're talking, take those two games 10, out. 10 I know they happen, but yeah, it was a rough couple a weeks. Take them out, 11.36. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I mean, just insane, just absolutely unbelievable in this day and age. So we'll see, man. You know, we're, we're, I think we're feeling good. Like I said, this is, was as excited as I've been in a game in a while. Maybe it was just putting it to Brady. Maybe it was just seeing Purdy come out of nowhere and doing this. Maybe it was just the fun of seeing this team click on all cylinders. I don't know what it was, but this game was as pumped up as I've been for a regular season game. And it's been a while, man, since I was that excited. I don't know yeah, if people feel that way, but it's been a, yeah. it's been a while for me. And like I like like we said, you know, it just it for whatever reason, for whatever reason, this kid just brings some level of excitement that mm-hmm. you know wasn't there. And and I think I think there's a part of me that wonders if it's like, well, I mean, 
we don't have a choice, right? There, there isn't anyone else. Josh Johnson mm-hmm. isn't going to do anything, right? And hopefully he doesn't have to play Thursday. Uh, but but I, it, it feels more than that. It feels more than like, well, this is our only hope. It, it genuinely feels like you. we've got fans that are – I mean, there are fans that are saying like, hey, Brock Purdy, you know, quarterback of the future. And and I said last – I said on our last episode, I am the captain of the Brock Purdy hype train. That does not mean that I think that Brock Purdy is the future of this franchise. But if he continues to play this way, I have no choice but to think, hey, maybe he is. Now, when was the last time we had a very exciting, very unknown quarterback come in and reel off five straight victories? That was 2017 with Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm -hmm. And we all crowned him the franchise, right? And then he got that massive contract and then has struggled to live up to that. So that's, there's a part of me that's like, I want to pump the brakes a little bit. Cause I definitely was on that. Oh, we're, we're winning multiple super bowls with this guy. Now, granted, did he get us to a super bowl? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, but this team, this team is better than any team that Kyle Shanahan has had in his tenure in, in San Francisco. They're loaded. They are one game out of the two seed, which I think is important to note because that could lead very well to uh, an NFC championship game in Santa Clara. Um, even the three seed could, because there's still, there's still a path. There's still a path to, to, to host multiple home playoff games, but the two seed makes that path even uh, more likely. So, you know, let's, let's continue. Let's the Vikings have a pretty easy schedule the rest of the way. I'm hard pressed to think that they'll lose, but they're also kind of a, a, a weird team. So I don't know. The, the the 49ers have the Seahawks this Thursday. Then I've, to me, their biggest test is Washington on Christmas Eve. And, and, and we'll get to that, you know, a couple weeks down the road, but it's an exciting time here in 49er land and uh, I'm on board and, and I'm excited to talk about it twice a week, week in and week out. I love it. 100%, man. And we'll be back on Wednesday. We're going to record next, obviously, with the Thursday game. So we'll do a little preview show. And is Akash coming on, did you say? He is. As I say, we will have Akash from uh, Niners Nation. And and hopefully, hopefully our buddy Zane will be off IR by then. Yeah, pumped to talk to Akash, too. He's always he's always a good good 49ers guy and a Absolutely. great content guy. So he'll be great. He'll be great to have on. So, all Absolutely. right. So hopefully we'll have Zane back, too. And let's go, man. It's a fun time to be a Niners fan. Let's go. For Brian, this is Al.